Welcome to our sample segment and sneak peek that hopefully will entice you to listen to a full podcast, a vibe of the subject matter and how we record it. Hello and welcome to today's podcast. Real deals, movies and music through the decades and today we're discussing disco music, which we kind of opened up with a little bit, and then we're going to talk about the movies and the songs that made this decade of the 70s, which was uh, huge. Interesting, yes. You can't deny that. Huge. Well, all across the board. I know this isn't script as far as that, Bert, so what I like to do is that since you brought disco, that was probably the biggest game changer of the decade of the 70s. Yeah, I I agree with you. We, uh, not that the music was Average, it was fantastic, and we'll go through that a little bit later as far as that. But disco was the one where it became so big and prevalent that all the major attractions, all the big artists, even the ones that were saying, I'll never do disco, (laughs) you know, all of a sudden, next thing you know, they did disco. Perfect example, my favorite is Rod Stewart was for years, this is crap, (laughs) disco is crap. Next thing you know is, uh, do do you think I'm sexy? Came out. No, I don't. But, but, I, <laughs> I, I, but you're right. That that song was huge. Huge. It was number one. But exactly. in fact, again, I'm not doing disco. They all <laughs> end up doing. We talked about oh, it. Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Rolling Stones. Four Seasons. Oh yeah, McCartney. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, all these artists. They realized that that was the music, or that's the way to go as far as an audience. Some of those songs are. Absolutely fantastic. Oh, yeah, and it was a phenomenon at the same time, and people uh, latched on to it. And like we're saying here, we had great artists stepping into that arena against the ones that we know, like Adonis Summer. Oh, yeah. Or the Bee Gees. Yeah. Right, know, Gloria Gaynor, the, the queen who started it all as far exactly. as that. You know, which I want to bring up real quick before we go too much further here with Gloria Gaynor, okay? A lot of people don't realize I Will Survive was the B-side of the song. Okay, I never knew that. Right, but what happened? And I worked in music for thirty years. <laughs> I know. Uh, what happened was is that uh, they would play the A side, which was again disco wasn't around. This was this was a dance song, the A side, and it was just I, mean, I don't know if you ever play it, but if you get your chance, it's just okay as far as that. So this jockey one day decided to put it on the B side. Well, the phones rang off the hook. Next thing you know is that that became a phenomena. Right. I will survive for a lot of reasons. Exactly. Well, you remember the women that brought up the whole women's lib thing. We went through with guys in the sixties and seventies. That was huge. Oh yeah, that just brought out the whole the independence. Yeah, independence women don't, of I'm, women. Don't I don't need, need you, boy. That's right. I don't right. need you, man. That's right. I will survive. I will survive, and that was an anthem. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Field. Oh yeah, and, and then, like I said, as a DJ, as you well know, when I used to play that, yeah. It's kind of, uh, the reaction is unbelievable. Okay, we're talking about where the dance floor, and I'm not exaggerating, it would be 90% women. Absolutely, yeah, they got, they love that song. Oh. And, that, and the guys liked it, they went along with it. Right, but it wasn't the dominant song. It wasn't like the guys come to me, can you play I Will Survive? No, that wasn't the women. No, we said play Macho Man right, from yeah, the Village People. That was our song, baby. That's right, that's right. <laughs> YMCA. YMCA, yeah. I hear you. It was the YMCA, not the YWCA. Right? Well, you couldn't, they couldn't spell anyway. That's yeah, right. Spell I YMCA. Well, an M and a W upside down, whatever the next Yeah, it was, you know, but, it was, uh, but that era, we're talking about disco music. 
it's amazing the change of clothes also. So the, the clothes changed dramatically also. Saturday Night Fever was basically the biggest culprit, if you want to say culprit, or the influencer. Big influencer, yes. Of the trends of the day. Yes. I mean, they changed, they changed with, uh, you know, we all know this as far as the uh, wide uh, <laughs> lapels on the shirts. The double knits, the leisure uh, polyester. Sleeves. Yeah, polyester. <laughs> Even fat people like me back then could stretch that sucker like they wouldn't believe. And yeah, that, you know, everybody had the different look. The hairstyles changed. Sure. I mean, John Travolta, that was probably the most iconic role in a, in a movie back then that really influenced how much music change, number one, and dress, and you know, just oh. fashion and everything else. Absolutely, it was one of those movies where the movies was the music, and music was the movies. Yeah. It was I mean, the movie. Yeah, the opening scene of that, him walking down the street in uh, you know, the Bronx or Brooklyn, wherever he was, and just going with the beat of music by the, the Bee Gees. Yeah. That's, a, that's iconic. People would know that. All you had to do is open up with him walking, and that song comes on, and know exactly where you're at. And the funny thing is, today people know it from Despicable Me. All right, yep. All right. I mean, they all, let's see, at the end, Despicable Me 1, okay, is they play Bee Gees, <laughs> okay? And they get up there, and they all start dancing and everything else, and that's the final act. Oh. So all the kids, in my case, I'm sure my age, grandkids and everything else, right. they love that song. Yeah. And then when you tell them it's, you know, 50 years old, they're like, get out of here. There's no way, you know. It's, it's true. Thank you for listening. Please feel free to check us out at Real Deals, Movies, and Music Through the Decades. 